Hi, I'm Courtney Adams, and this podcast is designed to help you step deeper into your power and your authenticity, do epic shit in the world, and create massive expansion in your life and business. Listen on to find out more. Hello, welcome to episode number 40. I'm going on vacation um, starting on Friday for the next two weeks. Me and my girlfriend are going um, on a two-week-long um, road-tripping trip around British Columbia and um, camping trip, and we're bringing our electric bike so we can go on all the trails and not kill ourselves. And I'm so excited for it and I am like already on vacation mode um but I also really want to I'm really excited to share this podcast with you um I've been thinking about it a lot in the past week and especially with with the work that I'm doing now and the work that I do with my clients like it is such a it is such a beautiful marriage of thought work and spirituality. It is such a, um, you know, expansive, complementing relationship. Um, you know, I do thought work with my clients. I can also do like um, hypnosis, um, you know, modalities with them, all sorts of shit. And, you know, whatever whatever basically needs to happen in order for um, my client to make the shift, to make more money, to love their business more, to heal their trauma. Um, I do my coaching very intuitively, and that's something that I teach my clients how to do too, is to run their business very intuitively, whatever is like the first thing they want, that wants to come out of their mouth. Um, you say it and, you know, see what fucking happens and learn from it, make mistakes and um, find your own way of doing business, finding your own way of um, coaching. And um, so having these two, these two, you know, kind of pillars um, of like thought work and spirituality are really just like tools in um, your toolbox to be able to um, help yourself and to create new pathways in your brain and in your body and to um, calm your nervous system and to deprogram the patriarchy and white supremacy and all of the things, right? Like these are all here to, to help you. And one of the reasons why I wanted to make this podcast is because I think a lot of people have this idea that they're separate things, um, that it's like, you know, there are some people who are more on the thought worky mind, con- uh, cognitive side who are, you know, who are like, oh, the spiritual stuff is like too woo woo. It's not really like based in reality. It's too out there. Um, I don't really trust it, it's not proven, it's not factual, um, or who might want to avoid, 
you know, exploring more spiritual work because of the fear of it being crazy or it being too much and too out there, which, which is a thought by the way, but it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, people who like we can be thought work, um, coaches and, and, or practice it. Um, but then also maybe have thoughts about spirituality and different things within spirituality that may or may not be helpful. Um, if we were to put it in the model, like, is it helpful to, judge a person or to think that um like someone meditating or doing ecstatic dance or speaking to gods or anything like that is any less effective than thought work sometimes it might be um useful and sometimes it might not be and then there's this other side um where people who are kind of really into the spiritual work and might not want to dive into thought work because they think that there is more to it than um than just that it's all our thoughts right like um there's more to it than thoughts and um yeah so that can sometimes be helpful and it can sometimes not be helpful like to to avoid thought work because, um, you know, maybe you're afraid that it might gaslight you or it you've had like experiences like that in the past. Um, I definitely encourage you to listen to my episode 39 where I talk about that. But um, yeah, like is that serving you? So one thing I want to accomplish with this episode is to really speak to both sides of that because I know what it's like to be on both sides. I've been on both sides. I've been um, a very, uh, very focused on thought work in my self-development. And I've also been um, like, fuck thought work. There's more way to, there's way more to it than that. And then um, being on the other side of it where I was like, oh, it's like all spiritual. And um I want to explain to you how they can work together really beautifully. And um, yeah, so let's see what we've got here. Yeah, so one of the things that I want to talk about when it comes to spirituality, because that's something that I am... Um, diving into a lot more lately and I am diving into it with this new lens where I am taking thought work with me. Like I am diving into the portal of sacredness, the portal of um, spirituality and, you know, tapping into higher frequencies and the energies of people and all that. I am going into all of that experience with thought work in my bag, right? And I'm constantly thinking about myself, how does this relate? So I am going to like probably jump all over the place in this episode, but you know, whatever. So one of the things that I've been finding really interesting is 
the idea that like people are hold a dimension within them like they hold um or they are a dimension I had um someone reach out to me not too long ago um they sent me like uh you know, a a song. And then I was like, oh, thanks. Like, this is someone that I like kind of dated. And I was like, oh, thanks. Hope you're doing well. And then he like emotionally dumped onto me. And like, I didn't like ask for it. And I was like, huh, that's so interesting. Like, I could have gone the kind of thought worky way around it where I was thinking about just like, you know, my thoughts that were making me feel obligated to respond, even though, like, I wasn't asking to have that conversation. I wasn't asking to, like, go in there with with them. And instead, I thought about it kind of like this person and, like, the relationship that we had is a dimension. And when he expressed that when he showed kind of what the dimension would look like if I were to explore it, right? Because it was kind of like um, something that reminded me of him and that kind of like energy that reminded me of like when we were spending time together. I was like, oh, like, is that a dimension? Is the dimension of our relationship something that I want to explore, right? And then the answer ended up being no. So it was such an interesting, different reframe when I was thinking about, oh, like this person is a dimension and it has good parts. It has parts that, you know, I like parts that I don't like as much, you know, um, and as the whole, do I want to dive into this world with this person, right? Is this dimension one that I want to explore? That is such a different angle than thinking about my thoughts around it. But it still is a thought, right? Like that people are dimensions, but it it kind of opens up um, the experience of people in a totally different way. It's like people are planets and then you get to see which one you want to what kind what which ones you want to visit which ones you want to experience and if um you were being shown something that you don't you're not like resonating with or you don't want to continue exploring then you can do that right so I found that really interesting and when I was biking the other day this is a this is a new point um Another thing that I've been thinking about is portals, right? Using that language of portals. I used to think portals were were this very, very, you know, um, special thing that are only for like very, very spiritual people. And it's like this other uh, like out of body experience or whatever the fuck or stuff like that. And... I was biking the other day and then I was coming off of the bridge and then I saw this kind of like archway of trees and then I was like, 
And then my brain offered, this is a portal, right? Actually, it was my kundalini that offered that thought. And like the kundalini is actually um, your life force, right? So it is actually helpful for me to believe that it was my kundalini that offered that thought. It was my higher being, my higher self that offered that thought that it is a portal. And I'll tell you why. Because when I thought that that archway of trees was a portal, then I got to say, oh, when I go through this archway of trees, I become a different person on the other side, right? That thought is fucking banging. That's a banging thought because if you were going to put that thought in the model, right? Like um, when, I, when, I, when I pass through this portal, I become a different person, right? Like the feeling would maybe it was like excited or it was open to shifting, open to changing, right? I got to like be open to shifting and elevating myself just by like biking through the trees, right? I chose to, instead of seeing the circumstance as trees, you know, trees and pathway, right? I chose to see the circumstance as, as I'm entering a portal, right? And that was useful for me because I, if you were to plug it into the model, it created, um, it created a shift for me. It made me feel so good. It made me feel excited. It made me feel elated. And it made me open and have the thought, I've become a new person. I've become someone new. Right? Instead of, if I was only kind of in the thought workspace, I, I might not have, um, when I was given that thought, this is a portal, right? If I wasn't doing the kundalini work and the spiritual work, I wouldn't have had the same kind of like, oh, well, my kundalini said it, my higher self said it, so it has this authority, this truthness, right? So I can believe it, I can sink into it, and if I sink into the belief that this is a portal, then I get these benefits, right? And so there are some times when you taking what your brain, what your kundalini offers you or your brain offers you and take, like, take it literally can be not helpful for you. So, for example, I also have, over the past couple of weeks, been holding the belief um, through the spiritual work that people can take your energy, right? Like if, they, if you touch them, then you, they can like take your life force, right? So 
this could be true or not true. And I think it can be helpful for you to um, think that in some situations. Like it was helpful for me in that it made me more conscious of who I was letting enter my space because there was a lot of people that I was letting enter my space who weren't um, there for my highest good, who weren't open to seeing all of my... um, sides of myself, all of my dimensions, who um, wanted to um, me to accommodate them, who expected me to show up in a certain way, right? And I uh, would allow them into my space and it would feel um, um, it would feel draining for me because I hadn't worked on those thoughts that were preventing me from having those boundaries because I was like oh I'm afraid of offending them I don't want to seem like a stuck-up bitch like whatever it is right so when I started holding the belief that um people can suck your energy I was like oh well fuck right like I'm not like we need to get these boundaries like you know really solid so I needed to do the thought work in order to have more solid boundaries right? And then it was helpful in that way. And it also wasn't helpful in when, once I like started to strengthen that, it started to become not as helpful because I started to worry about who is going to touch me, who's not going to touch me. When do I feel like it? When do I not feel like it? And it was like kind of freaking me out a bit. So I needed to practice the thought that they can't take my energy and I was like trying on that right and so now I have a little bit more of a nuanced perspective of it but I think it kind of comes back to right like whatever you are choosing whatever you are believing spiritual or not is it serving you or is it creating more drama in your mind is it making you cut yourself off from experiences is it making you question yourself is it making you Um, or is it opening you up to new experiences? Is it challenging you to, um, create, create boundaries and to, um, up-level yourself, right? So, next, we're going to be talking about kundalini yoga. So kundalini yoga is what I have been practicing over the past um, month and a half. Yeah, month and a half. And so I don't do the kind of kundalini yoga where you like take a class. I do the kundalini yoga where it's very, it's completely um, self-directed and I just sink into my body And then I let my body move when it wants to move. I let it scream when it wants to scream. I let it twitch and jerk around and do what it needs to do um, to release energy. We call it purging. Purging energy. Purging um, pain that has been locked in from, you know, this lifetime but also past lifetimes, right? That is a kind of spiritual concept, right? That past lifetime, you know, pain and memories and suffering. 
But having that thought that I am purging out trauma from my lifetime and past lifetimes and experiencing, as I'm purging, I'm experiencing, I'm having images in my head. I'm having like memories of things that have nothing to do with this lifetime, right? Is it helpful for me to believe that that is what's happening, right? And I think yes, because it is just so much fun. (laughs) It is so much more fun to believe that you are releasing this trauma and like you really are like when you are processing your feelings this is also a very thought worky concept like you need to feel your feelings kundalini yoga is like feeling your feelings on crack like it is very very intense in in its in its um in like the experience level and you know it can also be not intense at all it could be just you know a couple of like movements and maybe some writing of something you saw like an image that you saw and that could be like a really beautiful thing too and it's kind of um it's kind of like meditation so whenever I'm in that space where I am doing the kundalini yoga and my brain is offering like doubts about like what I'm actually doing, like this isn't real, you're not actually like going into past lives, you're not actually doing this, I can be like, oh, I'm just feeling my feelings. Like, that's what I'm doing. And feeling your feelings is like, you know, exactly, exactly what we need to do to release them, right? It's like saying the same thing, but like having different language about it. And I want to point out that, you know, it's important to understand that when the, when the indigenous people of Canada, or I think it was well, it was the indigenous people of the North America. The reason why I'm saying this is because I heard an indigenous man talk about it, and so I'm going to be paraphrasing what he said. Um, is that one of the main things that they took away is their spirituality. They, you know, said it wasn't, true it was you know savage it is not like science which is so much better and polished and you know all the things not this like woo woo stuff and like relationship with the plants and you know um a relationship to the earth and the cosmos in this um in this actually more more feminine energy type of way and I think it's really important to remember that when we are in the more thought-worky space and we're resisting thinking about things in a more spiritual lens, it also might be because of colonization and what it has done to our brains about um, spirituality and how we are taught to think about spirituality. It is not something to... um, It is not something to trust, right? It is not scientifically proven. It is whatever. But there is 
also an element of mystery to the world. There is also an element of um, intuition and knowing. And it's also like even if you don't even want to go there, it's just also more fun. You know how much more fun it is to instead of like meditating, let me focus on my my breath, breathing in and out for an hour, right? It is so much more fun to think about when I'm meditating that I'm traveling to different dimensions and I'm traveling um, into past life experiences and I'm feeling the pain of that. I'm releasing. I am tapping I'm like talking to the gods I'm hearing them I'm getting their wisdom I'm writing it down I am channeling right it is so much more fun than just being like yeah I'm doing this relaxing meditation it's like very you know it can be great and it could have you know amazing benefits but I think that there's so much flavor that can be added when we allow ourselves to get a little weird with it or get a lot weird with it. Like I find that the weirder that I go and the weirder that I get, you know, with the thought work tool at my disposal where I'm always checking in to see whether this thought is serving me, whether or not. Sorry guys, I had an Amazon delivery. (laughs) Okay, so... The next thing I want to talk about is how spirituality affects your self-concept. So self-concept is a kind of a, I think it's a thought worky kind of concept. Um, it is essentially how you think about yourself. And the people who teach um, your self-concept work, like all of the very successful thought work coaches, <laughs> um, talk about self-concept as such a huge like the thing basically one of the like top things that you need to do in order to like make money to have amazing relationships and like all of that stuff is to have a high self-concept to think of yourself in these like high level thoughts right like who you think you are do you think you are the person who is Um, who can be president, who can be prime minister, and not someone who can be that in like a couple of years, right? Someone who can be that now, right? Like that is very, very different. And that challenges your self-concept. It challenges who you think you are. Are you the type of person, are you the person who has a million dollar business? Not in like 10 years, but in like three years, are you the person to have a six figure business this year? Right? Like that is your self-concept. And in thought work, if you're going to the the very basic thought work, um, or more rudimentary, I guess is that the word? Um, is you like practice thoughts that help you believe that you are that person. So what does a 100K um, business owner think about themselves, right? And so you would do the thought work to get yourself to that level, right? I am a huge fan of using thought work for 
this stuff, um, it is very useful. And that's what I really love about, about thought work too, is how you really focus on one thought at a time. Like you're building the neural pathways to deprogram what you've been taught and to create a new pathway that, um, you know, is more helpful to you. And that actually takes some time, right? It takes some time to sink in. It could take a couple weeks. It could take a couple months, but it is such important work. It is the bricks. It is the groundwork. I'm here for it. Here's how spirituality can help with that. So recently, I've been sinking into the belief that I am the mother Gaia. Like, I am the earth. I am the goddess Gaia, earth, god, whatever. Um, That I am her. And that totally blows up my self-concept, who I think I am. It totally up-levels the amount of power that I think I have inside of myself, the amount of love I have inside of myself, the amount of connection that is possible for me, the amount of connection that is possible for me with the trees, with the animals, right? Like my confidence around animals has increased like so much since adopting and starting to practice this belief. And this belief came to me through like my spiritual meditative kundalini practice, right? But also in order to help my brain not freak out too much and be like, oh, but what if it's not true and like blasphemy and like all of that stuff, right? I could say, okay, well, is it helpful for me to believe this, right? And it has just helped my life in every way, helped my business in every way to believe this. Like if you believe that you are the mother Gaia, do you really have to worry about money if you are her? Like it helps you sink into the belief more. It helps like, it's kind of like um, the spirituality kind of creates this kind of like umbrella belief that just affects all of the areas of your life, right? Like if you believe that you're the mother Gaia, you don't have to worry about um, losing all of your money, right? Because you are her. You are, you are being held by her. You are taken care of by her, right? And it makes you want to take care of her. It makes you see the parts of her where she might be suffering. Like I have been doing um, ocean dips. And since adopting this kind of spiritual lens, I've noticed the animals more. I've noticed the pollution in the water more. I am not separate from, I am not separate from the earth anymore. I'm not separate from the planets or the, 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 um, the cosmos as much anymore. I'm connecting to it more and more and more. And the more that I do, the more that I feel safe. The more that I feel safe, 
the less that my brain is worried about money. Right? The less that my brain is worried about something going wrong because I'm sinking into the belief that my life is blessed, that my path is blessed, that I am meant to have this incredible path and make this amazing impact because that is what the gods told me. And I'm choosing to believe that because of the amazing results that it gets me. And I'm also choosing to sink into my body and how it feels in my body to believe these things. Right? It feels good. It feels like home. So why not believe it? Right? And it goes back to that colonialism taking away spirituality because with spirituality comes strength. There is a reason why the white slave owners didn't let black people have their drums, their like African drums and like dance. Because when you like shake your ass and you dance to an African drum, that heals your root chakra. Your root chakra is what makes you feel safe. They didn't want them to feel safe. They wanted him to feel fear. So one of the things that I work on a lot is my root chakra, is to use tools like the African drum to like write directly at my root chakra, which is like where my vagina is and my asshole, right? Like that's where your root chakra is. <laughs> and actually healing it. And when I believe that the, the African drum is healing my root chakra, making me feel safer, and balancing my chakras, think about what that does to my energy and what that does to my belief about myself when I'm believing that I'm rebalancing myself, right? That I'm healing things that I don't even know that need healing, that I might not be able to access with just that work, right? You might find this, like if you are someone who practices thought work like that there are some traumas and some things that you have gone back to again and again and again and they just will not get healed it's just not happening right and I think there is like an element where I think the deeper trauma that you've had the more that spirituality the deeper into spirituality you go. This isn't always true, but this is kind of like a pattern that I'm seeing is that like the people who have suffered the most, who have had the least amount of like privilege have, you know, go deeper into the spirituality because the level of healing is deeper. And I do believe that because I experienced it myself. The level of healing becomes deeper and also becomes richer, more colorful, more exciting with spirituality. Yeah? So, if 
I had to choose between one or the other, thought work and spirituality, I was thinking about this today. And I was like, oh, I have no idea what I would choose because they're both so... They're both so incredible, but I think what I what I probably would choose if I had to is I would choose thought work because for me, as I'm like traveling to these other dimensions, talking to gods, listening to this music, like flowing into these higher frequencies, talking to animals, all that stuff. While I'm doing that, what grounds me is the thought work, is going back to, does this thought serve me, right? Is this creating results that I want in my life? It helps me to stay accountable to myself. And you can believe all of these things, all of these woo-woo stuff with thought work because essentially thought work at its most pure is like you can believe anything you fucking want anything anything you want just like is it serving you is it creating results you like how does it make you feel when you think that right how does it make you feel when you, you know, when you hear everything is a thought and then your brain says, oh, well, there's more to it than that, right? Like, does that make you feel open or does it make you feel closed, right? And when you feel closed, how does, how do you show up? How much do you learn, right? I'm the kind of person to like go all in on whatever I'm doing. And when I'm in the thought workspace, you know, like I, I, I'm not like in either space. I like to be in both spaces at the same time actually. But like when I hear the, when I hear everything is a thought, I really like go there and I'm like, whoa, like, if everything is a thought, like all the things that I'm doing, all the things I'm experiencing, what if it all is a thought? And that's kind of like liberating in a sense because it's like, wow, like how much creativity is in my brain? Like so much. I'm having so much fun in my brain, right? And then when I also hear like, mm, mm, When I hear something that's like more spiritual, like this is all, this is all planned, like everything that is happening in the world and like global politics, all of that stuff, it is all, it is all for the purpose of the recalibration of the earth and, um, you know, yeah, like we are awakening our frequency and like the, like the, what, what do you call them? The Palladians are like talking to us and the Arcturians are talking to us and all of that shit. Like, I'm like, yes. Like, what if that is also true? And like, 
how fucking mind-blowing crazy cool is that? What if they like both get to be true and both of them are just as expansive and just as mind-blowing? Right? It's just like peanut butter and jelly. Like they are standalone awesome. But when you combine them, like something really magical happens. You expand your world. You get to see more. So that is what I wanted to leave you with today. Add more nuance to your practice. Add more color, add more exploration, add more freaky freakiness, add more of that stuff. And I will see you in three weeks. Bye. So if you want to do this work together, if you want to hire me as your coach, then I invite you to go to the link in my bio and fill out an application and I'll get in touch with you. I am so excited to meet you. Bye.